not be driven by fear into an age of unreason. Oh my God, guys, listen up. I have an announcement to make. Did you guys know that I'm like the number one Google search last week? It could be the stuff of history, however, one way or the other. Okay, is Jessica Simpson here yet? And to those critics who are so pessimistic about our economy, I say, don't be economic girly man. Get along. Terror, horror, death. Film at 11. How many sides does a triangle have? Damn, four. There's no sides. One. Last week on Earth. Last week on Earth. Last week on Earth. Last week on Earth. Hello, everybody. It's been a week and a half because the last episode was a little late. And then um, the next episode, I was gearing to go, but not for solo, for an episode with one of my favorite comedians and dearest friends, Chris Porter. And he stood me up. And so I was not able to regroup fast enough to do a solo episode. And so I skipped one for the first time and let all of you down uh, in this new world of new promise. Thanks to Chris Porter. Don't blame me on that. Tweet at Chris Porter, at I am Chris Porter, and send all complaints his way. I'm going to introduce him in a minute, but he's still in purgatory because of this bullshit. I don't blame myself. We're brought to you this week by Chips. I'd like to like you more. (laughs) I just don't give a shit, though. I don't give a shit. It doesn't do anything for me. You fail me, bros. Bros and ladies, as we'll explore in a moment. Um, the thing I said I would tell you next week that I wasn't ready to tell you last week was the fact that, sadly, unfortunately, crazily, I'm single again. My girlfriend, my wonderful girlfriend Jacqueline and I parted ways as a couple, and um, I share this with you because she's been a guest a couple of times, and so I feel like you deserve to know what the update is, and I just want to say I wish her the best. We... Broke up the day that we got to Chicago, the first of six days together in the comedy condo, and the breakup went so well that I suggest, since even though her family's from Chicago, I suggested that we maybe, if she wants, spend the weekend, the next six days still in sharing the condo in a full-size bed, which is closer quarters than we've ever slept in. And it went so well at the breakup, she said, sure. And we had the greatest six days. Like the best dismount of a relationship in human history, I want to go so far as to say. And so a very appropriate, beautiful ending to a beautiful time together. Who says the end has to be bad? Um, maybe, maybe maybe we'll set an example with that breakation, as you put it. Um, moving on, uh, I also then got back from that trip in Chicago. The moment I got back, I got violently sick. Not violently, but painfully. For like five days, four or five days. Might have been the flu. I don't think so. But it could have been. Had all the flu symptoms, those are also cold symptoms. So you can't blame me on your lack of definitions. It's not on me at all. So whatever it was, I was in bed and having sweats late at night. And just, it was not fun. Didn't hate it though, because it's like going through a battle, man. It's my own private Dunkirk. Being homesick, you know, with bad sound mixing. Anyway, the point is I'm better now. Finally getting my head out of the sand. And um, I'm coming to Indio this weekend. 
the ninth and tenth Fantasy Springs Casino, the Improv, and then one night only, one show only. First time back in the OC in a long time. I'm doing a show at the Irvine Improv on February fifteenth. Uh, please come to it. Go to tinyurl.com/slash/glebeirvine uh, and enter the the promo code DPROM. Laugh it off. D P R O M. DPROM, laugh it off for $5 tickets. They make you do these very dumb DPROM beginning um, promo codes for some reason. But laugh it off tour. So check it out. And then coming to Phoenix and Edmonton and um, Minneapolis all during the month of March after that. Without further ado, it's time for me to introduce to you one of my best friends in comedy. One of my favorite people. The reason there was no episode last week, he is finished third on Last Comic Standing. The man has eleven years ago. <laughs> hey man, I'm still looking some old plugs too, baby. You gotta do it. And uh, and you saw his special on Netflix, Ugly and Angry, which is now on Hulu. Yep. Jump ship to Hulu. And Amazon Prime. And Amazon For Prime. those of you who are getting free two-day shipping. Oh, hell yeah. Now I'll finally watch the special because <laughs> I got Prime, baby. <laughs> I'm sorry that I didn't see it, but I remember coming to your house back in the day, to your apartment, when you got your Comedy Central half hour. Yeah. To watch that at your place. Can I... I Okay, so I want to address several things. Please. <laughs> uh, first off, so that Comedy Central presents... Uh, I was sick when we filmed that, and uh, and I just because re- I just saw it again like last year for the first time in a long time. Yeah, and I uh, you seemed sickly. I'd always thought I'd done well. I thought you killed it. Well, <laughs> <laughs> so this is what I did the day of the shooting, not of the of the special, not like of like a school shooting, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, There's a lot of kinds of shooting. It's yes, I just want to clarify. So I had a, I went and got a triple latte because I wasn't feeling well in the in the morning. That's too much. And then and then that got me through the day. But right before the show started, I was starting to crash a little bit, and I was just starting to drink coffee, so I didn't really know the what I was dealing with. You're new to the game, man. I so in my head, I was like, I'll just repeat that. Got another triple no. latte. Yeah, the day of your taping. I would say, like, if the taping was at 7, this was at 5.30. Holy balls. Yeah, not knowing. I was like, I just need to be crisp. I need to be on point for this special. You were going to fit three hours into one special. I <laughs> I didn't know. I got it. And for years, I thought I did really well on that special. And then I watched it the other day. I look like I'm coked out of my fucking head. That's funny. Now that you say it, I can kind of picture it. Was your hair real curly? Your hair's real curly. bell bottoms? And I, of course. Of course. But I'm, wear, I'm sweating my balls off to the point where they – I remember I had like a six-point set list on the teleprompter. It was static. <laughs> it wasn't going to move. It was Smart. just there. Smart. And uh, I got – all of a sudden that disappeared and they start typing live messages – during while I'm taping and you only get one shot at it and it says towel (laughs) and I'm like, I don't know what that means. And it's like, you are super sweaty. (laughs) Use the towel. And I am, I was up there 22 minutes. I sweat through my shirt 
And I just looked like I'm coked out of my fucking head. And it was a lot of coffee. It was just way too much coffee. That's amazing. Well, if it's any consolation, I will just tell you that I remember at at least of the moment of the time, it was perfect. It was very funny. So, and then... Then I'd like to what go back to. to with, I'd like to pick a bone. I'm not really pick a no, bone because at the end of the day, I'm going to own up. Okay, I've fucking spaced the podcast, mm-hmm. but I will say you booked it. Didn't we book that at the Roxy? Yeah, we probably booked it at a bar. Hammered drinking, out of some drink. Oh, that night was yeah. That was super hammered. Yeah, and so maybe hit me up. The next day, or the maybe a little bit yeah, before I'm very the day cavalier before. about following up with bookings. Yeah. So when you text, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be. Leno wants to do the podcast, and I called once to follow up, and then I didn't get a call back. I don't know. I don't have the energy right now to be persistent, dude. I'm dead honest with you. When you text me, are we still good for the podcast next week? I was like, what the fuck <laughs> are you talking about? And I was like, and then I remember the night of the Roxy. I was like, oh, that it had to be that night because I don't remember a lot of that night, right? So uh, I was like, I must have said I'd do it then, and I forgot to put in my calendar, and you did, obviously. So I apologize, but also maybe if you book it drunkenly. Mm -hmm. No, that's on me. It's a good throwback. Uh, It's a good clapback. So I haven't told you this story. So that night, after we went to the goddamn comedy jam with the Roxy. Josh Adam Myers dope show. uh, You were like, do you want to go to the Roxy or the Rainbow Room? Mm -hmm. And I said, yeah. Yeah. Well, I know what I said initially was, why do you want to hang out with Ron Jeremy? You did say that, actually. I did. And you and Kate Quigley were- I didn't were, know what that meant. You were like, why? What's that mean? I go, he's there all the time. <laughs> and we walked in, and who was the first person we saw? Ronnie Jeremy. Ron Jeremy. And you know him. I do know him. And so, because uh, you've, hung, you've hung out with him at other events- yeah, I mean, you see him at parties sometimes, plus he did the piano one time for my eggnog show. So, he happens to have a harmonica on him. Uh-huh. You happen to have your kazoo on you. You guys play. I always I, have the kazoo on me. I record it. I put <laughs> it on my Instagram. I tag both of you. Yeah. A week later, I'm in Kansas City. I wake up in the morning, and as I do most mornings, I check a myriad of apps, including Instagram. Mm-hmm. And I have a direct- I don't live without it. I have a direct message from Ron Jeremy. <laughs> and it says, hey, what, what it, <laughs> <laughs> am I in? I would have canceled everything for a long time. Uh, I, it says, you know, I'm only in, I only check this once a week. Uh, this has disappeared. What was it? All right. And I was like, oh, and I just happened to still have it in my gallery. So I sent it to him. I go, this is what it was. It was from the, you know, it was the video. And he goes, oh, great. Post it to the site. And I'm like, what are you, what? <laughs> I go, what are you talking about? He goes, and then he puts his Instagram handle. I'm like, you don't know how Instagram works. I can't just post shit to your page. It's not that. You think he probably wanted to post it to yours? No, he wanted me to post it to his website. You don't think he wanted ma- main grid on your Instagram? No, and he's not getting it. <laughs> he's not getting it. God bless the guy because he, he brought a lot of entertainment to a lot of people. He has the worst <laughs> memory I've ever encountered. We have met in significant ways many like many times over the years, and he does not have any memory of me. I don't believe it. I don't see the recognition in his eyes. Yeah. He played piano on stage at the improv while I got profusely drunk on eggnog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. While he's playing classical piano music, and he doesn't remember that. 
Yeah. It seems impossible to not remember that. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure he's played a lot of classical piano. Yes. Look, dude, that dude's fucked literally. Yeah. Like literally a thousand it's a bit, chicks. It's a bit desensitizing. Oh, probably 10,000. Yeah. Be. And he got paid for half of it. Yeah. So it's like. Four and a half inches. I seriously doubt playing a couple Mozart tunes while you got hammered comes up when, strong he, point. when you've banged four girls at once. <laughs> Listen, you're clapping back to these stories with great points that are changing my point of view. Why? Well, Which is what America has to do. We have to learn how to. <laughs> good turn. Good, good turn. Thank you. We have to learn how to hear a piece of information and reevaluate our current beliefs and flip our opinion. Well, not even flip. Even if you don't flip it, at least respect it. At least go, I see what you're saying. Well, why not flip it then? I don't Only agree. one person's right, both are not right. No, I think, listen. I feel like we all feel like we're a little too entitled to our opinions these days. And I don't mean, I only mean that satirically because people would rather have an opinion than a fact. If you just follow the facts of things, you can agree and come to objective agreement on almost everything. But you can, as you've seen in many uh, politics and sports, you can twist facts any way you want to. That's the problem. But now it's like hyperspeed with, with the Dorito in chief. You know what I mean? Okay, yeah, but he's an anomaly in the world and, and in history. It's not us just going down to that level of dumbness in our public discourse. This is what it is. It's not, well, I don't know what it is, but this is what I think it is. What, um, dumb people. There's a lot of them. Hmm. It's like speak on it, brother. Okay, the kids that were dumb in high school—they didn't graduate high school, and like right before they left, the teachers were like, "Here's all the shit that you don't know, and here's how." Like, it's not like they graduated high school and immediately got smart, right? You know what I'm saying? No, I've. Right. They graduated high school and they're still dumb, and they're still, but now they have rights, <laughs> and they're adults. And it's easy for them. Listen, man, there are people that still think the Tonight Show is recorded at ten thirty p.m. Eleven thirty. Not in the central. See? Yeah, but it's not. No one thinks it's recorded in the center of the country. <laughs> see, that's your elite. See, and that's no, why it's Trump's because president. the intro shows New York every time. If you think that, you're not looking at the intro. Yeah, but but um, again, to America, when you're in Kansas City, you're not going. It's 11.30 in New York right now. They're going, it's 10.30 where I am right now. That's another strong point. Yeah. From their perspective, it's 10.30. From their perspective, it's absolutely 10.30. You know why? What? Because where they are, it's 10.30. Yeah, that's a great <laughs> reason to think That's man, yeah. It's 10.30 because it, that's it's, what it it's is. It's fucking 10.30. Look at my fucking watch, Just like man. they're fucking kissing their cousin because they're kissing their cousin. It's just what it is. That's why Trump was elected. Statements like that. But this is what it is. They see a man that make, that is more successful than they are. Mm. So they attribute that to being smarter than they are. Right. And they're like, hey, look, my life sucks. And a lot of it comes down to racism. A lot of it comes down to these guys were like, we let this black guy, and they probably didn't say black guy, be president for eight years. And now it's time for the white man to rise up and blah, 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 and get back what's fucking ours. But you know what's funny? What? It's like, and 
because I I grew up in Kansas, man. I know a lot of the people that say this shit. Uh, they hold on. I'm, I lost my train of thought because you got up and moved around, and I, it fucked me up. I'm sorry about that. Uh, listen, you're just talking about the makeup of the Trump voter. Well, not all of them, but I'm right. just saying. My only point: the people that voted is like my life is shit, and I'm going to vote for this guy because yeah, he did say a bunch of outlandish shit, and you know the people that voted for him say a bunch of outlandish shit. Yeah, they wear T-shirts that say "I farted." You know what I'm saying? Like they're just they don't give a fuck. That's very. They live in a like they love Kid Rock because he doesn't give a fuck. Like that's and that's what they liked about Donald Trump. They went out and voted because they saw a guy who didn't give a fuck. So that now you got the NASCAR vote, all right? But then you've got the elitists that are just like he's a businessman, like my dad knows him, like he's going to do well for corporate America. So you've literally got almost all of the white people. And one and you've got the one percenters. Because you know you hang out where they hang out, and they know that he's going to actually pass policies just to benefit them. Absolutely, and and he's done nothing but that. Like the only one thing he's passed is fucking the tax reform, and it literally fucks everybody, except really rich people. Except really rich people. Quick shout out to Anne H. By the way, um, so here's the thing, okay. I don't mean to hear the thing as though I know some great answer. What I mean is, I you know I watched recently Amna Navaz's documentary. My, I don't know. That's a made up word. No, she's uh, she's the anchor that I had the honor of co-anchoring ABC News Digital with in New York. Are you last sure year. it's not like a fucking clothing label that it could Filipinos be a la- label? No, it's Amna Navaz. She's amazing, and she just did a documentary where she spent a year in the most pro-Trump town in the country. Or visited them a bunch of times throughout the year. Yeah. And it's fascinating. And you see how intelligent they are and how how a lot of them are. There's certainly an element of, of some of, the, of those other things that you mentioned, but a lot of them just realize he's kind of – he's ridiculous and inappropriate, but he's promising bold moves that will specifically help them and the policies he's swearing he's going to do yeah. are going to help them, some of them. And so he's like, what do you have to lose in saying things like – Believe me, I'm going to be the greatest thing to ever happen. I'm going to make millions of jobs. I've made every deal. You can understand why someone votes for them. I don't begrudge that. That's a fair vote. It's fair use of your vote if you're not voting over for the values. Yeah. Um, and I know – no, I'm sorry to interrupt. But just while you're at that point, like where they just voted, and I, like I know a lot of comics, especially in LA, get on Facebook and they're like – how do you feel now, Trump voters? How do you feel now? It's like they might feel bad, but they don't feel terrible. Because at the end of the day, like voting doesn't mean shit to us. Like it means shit on the day of. It means shit on November. It impacts 2nd. that day a lot. Yeah, but go, it's go, not you like go do the thing. It's not like those of us that voted for Barack Obama walked around for eight years like ha ha. We did it. We did it. No, we had a day of that. And so just and just so and just like that when George W when George W Bush Jr. whoever the fuck he is, 
That was the least gangster mic drop I've ever seen. Thank you so much. <laughs> the mic just fell out of your hand. When G-dubs got elected, I didn't walk around for eight years going, I didn't, like, we lost. Like, it just matters on the day of. I couldn't disagree more. But I think it matters so much who the president is. It just affects it the entire It does matter the who the president That's not what I'm saying. Okay. That's not what I'm saying. I didn't say anything about the president. I said your vote. Like, you're only upset about the vote. You're only proud about the no, vote. No, but your vote decides who the president is. So it you does, should care more than the day. Maybe around, that's something wrong with the mentality. You don't though. walk around two years later going, God damn it. Son of a bitch. I, I do on the other side of it every day being like, God damn it, son of a bitch. Why did they vote this person into office? So I do. So but when, I'm still when Obama was in office, were you vote. walking around like, we fucking did it in fucking... in? Oh, 11 <laughs> where you just walk like you woke up on a Monday going, well, at least at least my vote counted for the winner. Oh, about the act of the vote. itself. Yeah. No, no, it, that shit only matters day of. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I, I never claimed we we're making prideful stands about the simple act of voting. No, but I'm talking about but just as. You don't feel prideful about it three years later. You can't feel bad about it three years later or a year later. So my point is when these people and comics get on Facebook and are like, how do you feel now, Trump voters? They probably don't feel that bad. They made a choice. It's not working out great. It's probably not that the first time that shit's happened in their life. It has not been bad for the economy, that's for sure. Economy's doing well, better. Well, it's been bad the last two days. Well, we had a day and a half that was bad in the stock market, but stock yeah. market's been unbelievable. It has been, but I think, I think first off, you can't attribute all of that to a guy that's only been in office for a year because none of his economic policies. He didn't do anything to influence Yeah. But, but, but look, we'll get back to Trump because he wants to throw himself a parade, but can we talk about the important news of the week first? Absolutely. You're uh, the one that started it, to be fair. That's a very fair point, for sure. You I did transition strangely to ranting about Trump. That's yeah. very true. And we'll talk more about Doritos, too. I said Dorito. I like Doritos. That Dinklage commercial was killer. It was a really good commercial. They shouldn't have followed up immediately with the Morgan Freeman. No, you wait the second half. And then, a like, second. Oh, then we're like, oh, Morgan shit. Man. They really like jumped the gun with yeah. that. Yeah, it's like... Now I know how girls feel when I come too soon. <laughs> it's like, what? what's the You're rush, like, bro? I, dude, we were having a good time. Exactly. Why end this so quick? <laughs> um, so I was about to talk about the big news of the week okay. involving Kylie Jenner, but since you brought up the Super Bowl, what did you think of the game? What do you think of Timberlake halftime show? Game was great. Timberlake. Unreal game. It was a great game. Uh, it was, you know, they were up by tango and a half. You're like, dude. Steelers are gonna, or the Patriots are going to come back, and they did, but they held them off, and you you know it was a great game. And uh, to have the Patriots winning by a point with three minutes left was Matt was so cool to oh, have a yeah. turnaround. One of the best games I've ever seen. Great game, flew by. I thought the commercials were good. I thought they were not good. I, uh, I, I don't know. Maybe I couldn't focus on. Them. I couldn't get any. I didn't like any of them. I, okay, let me not as a not all of them were good, but like. I thought last year I got real let down. I didn't see any last year. It was definitely an improvement over last year. The two, again, the two Doritos commercials were good. Uh, what do you think about Timberlake? The Timberlake thing was great. He was really good. I don't think he lip synced. I don't think so either. Everyone's like, uh, oh, fucking NSYNC to lip sync. And I'm like, no, dude. Like, I, I, he, he was singing live. Mm-hmm. 
some parts, I mean, obviously the parts, there was parts of his vocals where he, wasn't, he didn't even put the mic to his mouth. That was by choice. He's dancing or doing something else. Yeah, there's that. And also, it's like, I got to run around the, I got like eight stages I got to get around to. Yeah, and he's got to stop and take selfies with people. So, like, give him a minute. And that kid could have given two shits. So it was like, well. He didn't give a shit. No, they have chosen like, right. somebody a little bit more excited. <laughs> that was the best. He was like, I'm a Lumineers fan. Sorry, I don't even. Yeah. And it had to be like a white male kid, too. Like, you'd know that they thought like they were going out of the box too far if they choose anybody but a younger Timberlake. And you know that kid's going back to whatever prep school he goes to because you know that kid's not going to public school if he's at the Super Bowl. And you think uh, that picture gets him some action? I don't think it. Well, first off, I doubt he goes to a school that has girls at it. Probably true. And uh, I bet there's. He's going to get dates out of this. <laughs> he might get. And in the locker room shower, maybe. Not ones that he wants. Where they grow a date tree, and that's You're why like, you get I want to touch what Timberlake there. touched. Oh, my God. Is that too... too re- I don't know what selfie you saw, but I saw oh, a very innocent... I saw one that could be made fun of by a bunch of teenagers. Well, that's a good point as well. Um, also, already have the phone open, bro. The guy was like, oh, I got to log out of Instagram for this. Yeah. He, like, took his time. What about the dude behind him had, like, three phones and was, like, recording it from, like, nine different angles? Yeah, randomly chosen person, I wonder. <laughs> uh, Kylie Jenner gave birth, names her baby Stormy. Do they want their children to be porn stars? Like, just they're forced into that life? Well, let's be honest. In the month, Stormy Daniels was in the news. Aren't the Kardashians really just G-rated porn stars? Well, yeah. one of them's a full-on yeah. porn star. True, but that the yeah, whole empire yeah, tape. stems <laughs> from, from a porn tape. tape. Yeah, and to be honest, I, I saw like nine seconds of it, and she's way more into it than I, definitely than she would be now. <laughs> You'd be surprised. No, I don't think so. I think now her and Kanye break up, or maybe it's a sham wedding, and she just fucks dudes on the side. It's definitely like a aren't you happy you're fucking me situation. But that girl was like, put it in my face. I don't even care. She I was can't. super into it. She was Which super. Which is very hot. Ladies, that's a yeah. great quality in a hookup. Dude. Partner is someone who's super into it. There's, thank you. I had a girl, anyway, years There's ago. That years ago. Yeah. For whatever, for safety reasons. Uh. It's a bummer when they just lay there and just, like, expect you to do all the stuff. Right. You're like, no, 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 no. Yeah. Some I'm, people, I don't work at Radio Shack. Like, yeah. I've done this. <laughs> I'm not excited. I'm on the just, clock now. I'm like the Patriots of the Super Bowl. I'm not excited just to be here. There are some girls that, like, that definitely phone it in a little. Yeah. Um, Bring a little effort to it. Come on. What are we here for? Um. Do you think a child's life is irreparably harmed by being named Stormy? St- Stormy Jenner. Uh, Good luck. Yeah. I mean, you know, I don't think that kid ever had a chance. Yeah. But this is like, n- name her Rebecca Jenner. Give her, her give her the choice if she wants this yeah. ultra What's her middle name? Kardashian life. What's the middle name? She has no choice now but to become a Kardashian model sister. Uh, I don't think they announced the middle name. It's probably Pepsi. <laughs> Stormy, Stormy Pepsi Jenner. Stormy Yahoo.com Jenner. I mean, fuck. Put it on my website. So um, Elon Musk sent today 
the largest operational rocket ever sent into space, and a cherry red Tesla Roadster. Into space. Into space. Stereo Gum reported this. Uh, Elon Musk's cherry red red Tesla Roadster is headed beyond Earth's orbit to circle the sun. A mannequin named Starman sits in the driver's seat with David Bowie's space oddity playing on loop forever for up to one billion years that it will be orbiting the sun and then orbiting Mars. The song, of course, is about an asteroid who is lo- an astronaut who is lost forever to the void. That is fuck you money. <laughs> Touche right there. You know what I'm going to do? <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, you have money? Oh, you have money? What, you build an arena? No, I'm going to launch an $80,000 car into space. I'm going to circle the sun forever. Forever. You know why? Because fuck you. Because fuck you. Yeah. And that's amazing. And uh, I, my hats are off to Elon Musk. The guy is unbelievable. Yeah. He solves everything, figures it out with pinpoint precision. He's the Edison of our day. He is the Edison of our day. Gosh darn do I wish I located that visine before we started. Because once in a blue, marijuana makes my eyes red. It has done it. Dude. But it's legal now. You can't shoot a podcast at 11 o'clock at night mm-hmm. and have people think you're going to be sober. That's a very good point. Then Why am I not allowed to unwind then in my night? What's that? Why am I not allowed exactly. to unwind? I appreciate that. I don't think people want to see us sober anyway. Yeah. They see enough of that on CNN. Yeah. You'd think so. I'm sure that's true. I've worked I on mean, CNN. granted... You get booked for TV shows and stuff, and you had a game show, and right. you have a brand and a house and a car. Disciplined, so I have a brand. I just kind of do what I do. But um, yeah, I some thoughts enter your head sometimes, like maybe don't be stoned on things. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, but then again, maybe be stoned on some things. I mean, I do anyway. I just did getting dug with high recently with Josh Wolf and Doug dude, ben. it's so great, so much fun. Um, so. Uh, People are now de- – sorry, at the mic. People are now demanding port that their partners – demanding their partners watch their Instagram story. They are getting upset. Not only do you have to now like look at the grid, like it, maybe comment. You must watch the story every day. Otherwise, you know I'm respecting my content and it's disrespectful. What do you think? When I was younger, I lived with a guy – and he's still one of my best friends. His name is Justin Leon. He's a very funny comic. I think you might have met Justin Leon. I think he opened for you at one time. Very, very wise gentleman. And he told me the best, the what you're looking for in a relationship or a, a mate is for your crazy to match up. And those couples, that's their crazy matching up. That's like, you have to watch my Instagram story. No, you have to watch my Instagram story. And but I, girl to some degree, me, I respect it because I wish my girlfriend had watched my Instagram story more. She might have watched it every day but never brought it up. I'm putting a lot of effort into it. I'm making a movie every day. I'd like at least the person closest to me to some degree to be like thinking it's the coolest shit. I think the hottest thing a girl could ever say to me was like, have you watched my Instagram story? And she'd be like, no, I don't fucking watch that shit. No, true. I also resp- – I like that vibe and I don't care yeah. if my – I. I never care if my significant other listens to my podcast, but it's such short form content because it's like it's a big time commitment. You have to love it. You know what I mean? 
but the Instagram story, I'm making a movie that's like a minute 49 long every couple days. There's no reason not to watch this. I fucking love you. You're like the fucking most millennial millennial ever. <laughs> You're like, no, not, I don't care if she listens to my podcast. <laughs> That's like an hour. But my IG story? No. Mm-hmm. This is for life. Yeah. No. <laughs> you disagree? Like It's you- all fake. No. It's all bullshit. Mine's not. Mine's Dude, it's all But I'm playing with form. I'm making movies. I'm making funny satirical takes on the world yeah, every working. day or two. You're I'm working. Right. People that do it just to, to fucking yeah. do it. Oh, that's the it's, you don't it's want, melting our society. You don't away. want a wife or a significant no. other that is a fan. You want somebody that's, that's going true. you want them to like what you do. Right. They need but to But you don't funny. want them to be like, You're just so great. The person you want to be with is the one that's like, you're being a fucking retard. Oh, of course. I love that yeah. too. So it's like, I don't, I don't need that person. Like, cause I grew up before any of that shit was a thing. Like I, I can tell you who I got my first text message from. Who? Her name's Mara and she lives in South Carolina. We're still friends. But the point is like, I don't like all of that shit. I was dating before it. So, like, if a girl's like, I didn't watch your Instagram story today, I'm like, yeah, good for you. That means you have a life. I think that's beautiful, Chris. I don't, I'm going to have to ask you to leave. <laughs> lift. Uh, I love that you lifted over here, by the way. Yeah, buddy. Um, so, you're not a fan of that. Doritos is about to become a fan of this next story because it's about them. Okay. Doritos uh, is coming out with lady chips. Chips for ladies, Chris. The Daily Beast reports the CEO of PepsiCo, which I guess owns Doritos, went on the Freakonomics podcast and um, said that they're considering releasing a less crunchy, quieter chip. (laughs) Uh, CEO Nui, Nui, who I think is a woman, responded, when you eat out of a flex bag, one of our single serve bags, especially as you watch a lot of the young guys eat the chips... They love their Doritos, and they lick their fingers with great glee. And when they reach the bottom of the bag, they pour the little broken pieces into their mouth because they don't want to lose a taste of the flavor and the broken chips in the bottom. Women would love to do the same, but they don't. They don't like to crunch too loudly in public, and they don't lick their fingers generously, and they don't like to pour little broken pieces and flavor into their mouth. But apparently some it's so creepy are when you saying say it like the that. opposite is true, and in fact, there's no difference between men and women. Where do you lie on this? Uh, I don't think women eat Doritos because they're just cancer wafers. Like they're not. You're helping. not going to get an endorsement deal from them. I guarantee. No, you. but you know what I'm saying. It's a not, terrible audition. They're not. <laughs> they're not. <laughs> These healthy. are cancer wafers. Did I get it? I've never talked to a girl. I've been like, "Hey, you want a Dorito?" And she's like, "No, too loud." Mm-hmm. Really love the taste. I can't stand the noise. Just so loud. Ah, stop. Just such chewing. Just, just such an aggressive snack. <laughs> Do you have a less aggressive snack? Do you have True. like the tampax of snacks? The tampax of snacks. Do you like have a heart attack coming you, back? Won't even relax. Keep going back like you was playing jumping jacks on the back of the state house because you was whack. Walking around like you was made of plaque, brushing your teeth, spitting it out into the river. Walking around like you wanted to quiver because your jacket left at home. Oh, no, don't leave me alone. Tamp snacks was what I was going to say.
good point, Chris. It's a great fucking point. You can see me, Ron, me and Ron Jeremy on tour around the country. Oh, fuck. That was funny. <laughs> uh, pizza. A nutritionist just came out. Uh, apparently, a nutritionist came out and said that pizza is actually a healthier breakfast food than cereal. Hear them out. Hear them out. Okay. You'd be surprised to find it out because they have about the same amount of calories, but pizza packs a lot more protein, which will keep you full and boost satiety. That's not written correctly. Throughout the morning. Plus, a slice of pizza contains more fat and much less sugar than most cold cereals, so you won't experience a quick sugar crash either. Um, What do you think, dude? This is is a dope story. Well, yeah, like, because cereal that we grew up with, they're just, it's just sugar. Oh, I loved it. Oh, dude, I, Corn pops, my favorite. Dude, if you don't think, Frosted flakes. I literally have a cost, I, a cinnamon toast crunch that I bought at Costco. So it's like two To bags. this day? No, I, yeah, it's in my apartment right now. I should buy kids cereals again. Dude, it's not bad. It's a quick, it's a quick so breakfast. The whole story says that it is bad and it's worse than pizza. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. But who had, who's going to cook a pizza? They breakfast over cold pizza. Like, oh yeah, no, I do that all the time. Yeah, fine. Do you ever do that? That would you recommend that plus the bowl of cereal, or do you just go one or the other? I usually do the bowl of cereal, couple sure. cups of coffee, and then go to like tape a special lunch. You know, by that time, by the time I get all that stuff done, like we don't get up at seven. No, we don't. We get up at nine at best. Oh, I'm getting up at eleven at best. Yeah. My so, agents know not to schedule an audition for me before like one or two. You have a couple of bowl. You have a bowl of cereal. You drink a couple of cups of coffee. It's one, mm. so you have lunch now. Yeah, I do mix it up between breakfast and lunch, depending on my mood when I wake up. Sometimes I'll still want breakfast, and it's like three o'clock. Yeah, that's fine. It's the that's best. What, that's why they make diners. Oh, it's the best. You and I used to have some epic brunches, and we got to get it going again. I'm all for it. We used to have epic brunches. You, your person, actually lives their life. And I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, try to enjoy your life and like do things like re- repetitive things that create traditions and things people do. Yeah. That's amazing. I need, that's why it's one of the be- bright points you bring to my life, Chris. Well, I appreciate it. Well, listen, as a, as a guy that travels 40 weeks a year, you kind of hold on to whatever you can mm-hmm. as far as. You travel 40 a, a year. I did 40 weeks last year. Now, I think three of those weeks were, you know, Irvine, Brea, Oxnard. So, like, I got to be home for three. So, traveled 37 weeks. What do you think of the life? Do you love it? What do you think reflecting on your career thus far? Happy? Into it? What are the things that are annoying? What would you do differently? That's a lot of questions. It's going to take some time to get through that. You have 30 Um, seconds. (laughs) Time begins now. So, uh, it's, it's great. Anyway, uh, no, I went, you know, obviously I started when I was 19. So 19 through 27, 28, it was great. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of go through this thing like, oh, my friends are having kids and buying houses and mm-hmm. all that stuff. And you're like, I'm not anywhere close to that mm-hmm. because I followed a dream. But my stories are way better than theirs. Mm-hmm. And then so you struggle with, I mean, I, I'm definitely – shed many a tear regarding the schedule, but I got to a point where I'm at a point now where I'm at a peace with it. Uh, I think it's great. Uh, I work as much as I can, you know, like I do 40 weeks a year and people are like, holy shit. But then I'm like, nah, dude, normal people 
worked 50 weeks a year. <laughs> you know what I'm again, saying? Brother. Yeah, for like, sure. So it's a privilege. We're very, very privileged. And our work days are not full when we do it. No, man. Like At all. People are like, oh, you have to get up at 3 a.m.? Yeah, to lift to a plane where I'm going to pass out until they land. Yeah. Go back to the hotel, go check in the hotel, pass out again. Pass out again, and then do a show, kind of half One show, first night. First night, and then- Warming up. Yeah. And it's like, dude, this isn't hard. Mm-hmm. All I have to do is continue to produce content and continue to like put on a good show and hope the next year was better than the last. That's the only goal we always have as comics is just make sure the next year is better than the last. You know, these comics that are like, well, I hate the road. Well, you know what? You're fucked. You're fucked, man. You better start writing sitcoms. Yeah, I mean, you're not like really even a comic to some degree if you don't ever go on the road. Well, and that's the thing is like, eventually you're gonna have to go on the road. Like, if you want to be a real comedian, you can't just have yeah. five or ten minutes that you do in LA for your entire life. No, and and get try to get the same respect as people who are who are touring perpetually of, throughout their adult lives, making sacrifices, scrounging hmm. together. It's not for the money. I guarantee you that. We do not clean up at these clubs. This is like our sustenance base. Yeah, but we make a good we make a good living. Make a good living. We make a good living. Yes. But we yeah. don't we're not you know, buying cars with cash or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? No. Now there are definitely people that get to that I'm, level. I'm still stealing cars. I know, I know. It was, I need to stop it, probably. That's why I lifted Fuck, here. I see it again. That's why I lifted here. I so you, I wouldn't be tempted. Yeah. That's nice of you. I thought about robbing your Lyft driver, though. I mean, that car looked cool. That's fine. Not my car. That's a good point. I'd have given him three stars. It would affect stars. your rating, too. I don't know. Be honest about it with yourself. I'd be like, no, I was the ne- that guy's next door. Oh, that's a good point. Also, why are you rolling your window down? I put down the next door address a lot of times when I go, when I get in. Oh, over. I definitely do when I come here. Yeah. For sure. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, thank you. I appreciate that so much. Um, yeah, man, it's weird how much the world has changed, how much we rely on technology to do so much. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't seem like you're the kind of person that likes it much because you are like an old world guy. You came over and you played beautiful folk rock songs on the guitar while I was setting up. Yeah. And sang, sang like a, like an angel. Thank you. Thank and you're going to end the podcast today singing. I'll, do, I'll sing some song. I'll sing a, a song. I'll sing part of a song. I'll play a legal amount of a song. I love that, man. Uh, um, listen, I just feel like you know the it's, technology, especially, is very fleeting, and Wi-Fi can go away, and you know all that stuff. Yeah, why? I, that actually, to be fair, that's the first shit that's going to go. Like electricity's gonna Obviously, go. Obviously, the cloud's disappearing. We're not gonna get our files downloading when shit goes down. Yeah, I think that's the least of your problems. But if you don't know, I remember uh, doing a show with you, and we've done thousands. Mm-hmm. But I remember doing a show with you where you were like, "I hate it when people tell me, oh, go north, go west, go <laughs> I east.'" Hate it, yeah. And then I walked up after you, and I was like. This is the fucking problem with America. Like <laughs> we live in a city with an ocean and mountains. Like you live in LA. Look look around. Where are the mountains? North or where are the mountains? That's <laughs> north. All right, where's the ocean from here? That's west. Like it's two of the two of the directions are fucking handed to you. That's a good point. Uh I've driven I'm I've out, been driving not, not on, outdoorsman, Chris. But the time's gonna come where you don't have service. Yeah. And you're gonna have to find out. And people are like, well, just tell me left or right. Well, guess what? Left and right depends on which way you're fucking facing. 
No matter which way you're facing, west is west. No matter which way you're facing east, unless you're on the North Pole. People using directions does give you longer-term directions. But in the short term, I have to do a lot more math, and it's frustrating. (laughs) But then you'll learn. Don't hit that cable. Oh, sorry. It's okay. Sorry. It's all good. You made me. But you made me do it with your stupidity. Great jokes. (laughs) That was a bigger laugh about how good my jokes are. What's that supposed to mean? I'm going to read into that for the next three weeks. I just know I like the contrast of stupidity. Great jokes. Like it was like the perfect, like completely opposite explanations Mm -hmm. of what just happened. Mm -hmm. Thanks. Appreciate that so much. Thank you. Remember when you dropped the mic earlier? That was silly. (laughs) Ha ha. Um. Buddy, so okay, so you got used to the lifestyle. You made peace with life with the road. You make peace with like it's just like anything. It's like you do start to realize, yeah, my dad has to go to work at fucking eight a.m. every day, and he gets off at five, and he does that. That is going to happen for the rest of his life. I am lucky enough to not have that. Well, he's going to retire. Are you going to retire ever? Because comics don't retire, so we're going to be working forever. No, comics retire or they die. I mean, I don't it, think you retire. No, com- most comics I think die before they retire. There's not a lot of 76 year old feature acts, are there? No, I, that's a good point. I mean, I guess I always see it in the way Seinfeld talked about, like the true exclusive club of the headliners. Yeah. He said that he called it the most exclusive club of any profession in the world, just headliner comedians. That's true, but so that's a different thing. And I mean, with the most utmost respect to both of us, we're not at that level yet. Like his definition of headliner comedian. It's not what we... What. Yes, it is. No, no, I no. think he means the people that headline a lot of clubs every year. That's I would a very think he- people club. that headline a lot of theaters. Headliners are people that can sell out. That's not what Seinfeld means. He, he didn't have an economic model behind that point. I think he said we're the people that have this life experience and this particular life choice and flow and vibe to their life, it's a, it's a very small number of people that I'm are... I'm going to choose to let you have that one and not thanks. argue with you about it. I have one of these? Because I already but gave I'm, you points earlier. I'm going to believe... I'm not going to agree with you, really? but I'm just going to let you have it. You think he does not I consider you and he, him on the same no. plane of comic? No! I think he does. God, no. If he does, he's incorrect. Why? No, man. It's not all about Listen, box Listen, I office. think I'm as funny as some comics mm-hmm. that are... Very famous. Yeah. Seinfeld isn't one of them. Oh, that's nice. That dude's fucking Mount Rushmore. He's unbelievable. Level of comic. Yeah, that's true. And he's the fucking kind of, when it comes to monetary, he's the George Washington. Mm -hmm. But Or the Michael Jordan. When he says headliner, I think he, and the way I would see that is fucking the George Wallace's Jerry Seinfeld's, the Richard Lewis's, the guys that could fill a theater in Vegas, the guys that would, you put their name on a billboard and you're done. Yeah, I disagree. I don't think he's talking about filling the seats, but I'm definitely agreeing with you that we're not legends like like legends are, but I don't think he means only legends. I think we're the future legends probably. Like if we continue to improve in our art and our comedy throughout the next 20 years i want to be considered one of the greats of all time name, and i'm gonna i'm gonna get there name the amount of 80 year old comedians you would go and see right now or just name some of them 80 well 80. i don't know you know well, olds are still performing don rickles just died right but don, so you want me to you, see you 60 year olds i would go see no but you go see what don no let's go with let's go okay 70 let's go 70 
I mean, these guys aren't performing. That's the only problem. So it's hard to answer your question. But I would go and see yeah. all the guys in their 50s and 60s that I still respect. Like Ron White and all those guys. I'm, doing a, show with, I'm doing a show with Ron White on Wednesday. Yeah, 50s and 60s. But 70s, you're talking – or even 80s, you're talking Carl Reiner, Mel Brooks, like those cats. They did perform back in the day. They're not – I mean, they do it every once in a while. I would go and see any of them. Yeah, you would absolutely would. But they're not – my point is you're not seeing – the 80-year-olds that didn't make it. Where are they? Where are the 80-year-olds? I'm not talking about making I'm just talking about the lifestyle of somebody who decides to for their ever their life at the sake sometimes maybe at the, at the risk of not saving enough for the future where you can ever like feel economically secure and you do it to travel the world telling the same jokes over and over again because you'd like making people laugh as your chosen, chosen profession. Yeah. That is a unique, very unique life experience, I think, that makes us far more in common with the greats than the fact that they make more money and have more people. It's the exact same experience. But I don't think – the point we were trying to make is Seinfeld – manager George Shapiro told me that Seinfeld played at an arena once because he just really wanted to know what it felt like and never did yeah. it again. Yeah. I've played 30 arenas opening for Dane Cook. So it's like, yeah. what's the difference? It doesn't have about economics. That is the difference, though. They didn't come to see you. They would So what? But they would have come to those shows. People come to regardless. see me every weekend of my life and you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're not filling arenas. We're not. Why are the numbers so important to you is a thing I don't get. Because that's how we're measured. It's by the number of seats that you can fill. Okay, but and I And that's what leads you to a longevity. Like, that's true. That's kind of my point is like, think of the comics that you know in this town aren't going to make it. And you know some. That was a sad thought. So. I can name them. Okay. I'll give uh, you 30 uh, seconds. Uh, <laughs> I mean, do you want me to name? I'll no, name some really? of them. Really? Yeah, I don't give a shit. I've had two beers. Oh, my. You want to name comedians who you I don't, don't think will make it? I, I, no, I would name two. I would name a couple of comics that I know won't make it. I mean, you do you, man. No, I'm not going to, okay, but I'm like, but I'll fucking, I know. And I think you do too. Like you definitely see it in the comics that you're like, that person's got a shot. Can you and, whisper the name behind your hand? And, um, yeah, I don't know. I think he's funny. When? I think he's funny. He has, off. Voice. he has a unique energy. Dude, his voice is telling a bad joke and then yelling at the audience for not laughing at it. And he says that a lot of people become very successful. He that says style. that their problem is that they're politically correct, and it's like, no, it's a fucking terrible joke. <laughs> like, no, the joke's not funny, you man. Get so angry about this, I love it. Anyway, Trump. Sorry, you have a closing. My point is, is like. I go back to Trump as well. You know, the conversation of trouble. You will go see Seinfeld when he's eighty, right? Yeah. You're not gonna come see me if I'm eighty. If I don't do more shit. I'll do brunch with you, bro. But the point is, <laughs> no, like, you're not going to do shows if no one's going to come see you. Right. So you have to get to a certain status. We have to keep climbing is what you're saying. Yeah. I'm saying well, of course. we are headliners of all the funny bones, or as I like to call them, PF jokes. <laughs> because they're all in malls. You're, you're like PF Changs, PF Beers, PF Jokes. Mm -hmm. and the last two you made up, but I get your point. Well, Yard House is basically PF beer. That is very true. So uh, my point is if you don't get to a, like a huge level as a youngster, no one's going to come see you when you're 80. Wow, that's a strong point. Time's running out. That was – well, I mean time's not running out. But like there's a clock on this. Lewis Black didn't blow up till he was 50-something. That's kind of my point too. You can still 
But no one's blowing up when they're 80. No. No. I mean, I'm making that argument. Betty White blew up when she was 90, but she had already blown up when she was 40 and 50 and 60. She's had one of the great careers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She went away for a little bit, or I don't even think she went away. We just kind of forgot about her for a little bit, and then she blew up. But, you know, there are... That show's one of the perfect comedies of all time. I love Golden Girls. Golden Girls is amazing. So is Mary Tyler Moore. Yeah, so amazing. So good. Um, Trump wants a parade. He wants the government now to spend millions of dollars, our military, to prepare a military parade like they have in North Korea, France, and China, and places like that. But Russia. he's not going to waste money like the stupid Democrats. It's so weird. It's like no one's not afraid of America. Everybody's afraid, so it's just demonstrably a waste of money. But I guess to the same degree, we're entitled to throw a parade once in a while. If you think for a second, listen, this man is miserable. Yeah. If you think for a second he ever wanted to be president, you're out of your goddamn mind. For sure. He wanted, this was a push for his brand. It turned really bad, and I'm kind of happy about it. You know he's pissed if Melania's not watching his Instagram story. You didn't look at my Instagram story. Oh, again. absolutely. But okay. that's they the kind of person that's mad about that. Hours, okay. Yeah. That's the kind of person that gets mad about that shit. Yeah, for sure. For Trump. Yeah, but because it's not his life's work, it's him being a narcissist. Dude, if a girl got mad at me for not looking at her Instagram story, I would I would end that shit almost immediately. But it just entirely depends on the quality of the Instagram story. Her Instagram story was boring shit, then you're 100 percent right. If it's dope, brilliant shit, no, that that has nothing to do with the quality. Sure it does. Has to do with the fact that you're like you have to look at this imaginary thing that's 15 seconds long. It's not imaginary. It is. I would also want to can hear you touch the it? scientific breakthrough of my wife's. Can you touch day it? Or the can you touch Instagram? Day. So what? Why? All of a sudden, now you got to be a, a a physical object maker to register in this world. You have a lot of, of it's strange definitions it's not of what has value. It's not physical. It's imaginary. So what? Imagination it's, created it the best anything. things in the world. It doesn't mean anything. It means everything. No, no, no. You know what means something? As when someone's there when you need them. True. You can't see that or touch that either. No, you can't. You can't touch that. I can sit there and touch the person. I can touch, their, their, I can touch the phone screen and I can get I the enjoyment of the entertainment. But to get upset about something is... And whose life's work is Instagram? Currently, sad to my due to my horrible lack of priorities, my best output creatively is my Instagram story and but this podcast every week. But you have to separate your job... From your fucking, from personal. Not if you want, I'm not wanting accolades from my significant other watching and I but want a conver- no, I want a conversation about it. I want to help me process and compute what I did during the day and be like, I think, it's, I think it was cool when you did that. That might be a thing you want to repeat. It's my life's work and I want my partner to care about it. And so as much as I want to hear their report about their breakthrough at their organization and how I could help just them chew it around in their mind, I want to like really dive into the details of our but lives. most of the time when people talk to you, especially women, when they talk to you, they don't want you to report. They just want a sounding board. They just want to get it off their chest. They want to say the that's things true. they want to say. I, I love to really like debate shit. And that's, you know, I, you know, you might want to let some of that go. But also... I don't want to force my loved one to do anything they don't want to do. Like if they're with me because they want to be with me, that's fine. If they don't want to watch my Instagram story, 
That's fine too. No, it's over for me. It's over. That's it's a weird thing, bro. I told you it was expiring in three hours and you didn't watch. My sister never comes to see me watch stand up. Do stand up. How could she do that to you? And I don't give two she saw me for the first time in like a year over Christmas. And that's well, she doesn't have to see you often. I I would never expect my significant other or I would never expect my family to come regularly and I would never find something other to come regularly. But I'm what's never, the difference between that and your Instagram story? It takes less time. But it's I'm not taking it's a hard stance. I've never said to my girlfriend. You've never broken up with someone because I've never know. said to them, "Are you watching or not?" Yeah, yeah, I don't care. But you do what, you I'm do just do saying. It, I think it'd be cool. It'd be. I don't think that's what you were saying in the beginning. It was. I think in the beginning you were like, "No, you need to watch my Instagram." I'm story just saying that. I don't see why not. I don't. If you're watching other people's, you should be watching your significant others. Will you grant that? Okay. Yeah, that is fine. Okay. If they're that's literally I mean. like if you're on Instagram, like you with it, swiping away from your story. Yeah, no, that's being a dick. No, that I understand. But if someone's just not on Instagram, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, can I have a sip of your beer, and then I'm going to take us into Twitter answers, and then the thunder round? All right, cool. We'll wrap this thing out. All right, sweet. And we can hang like humans unless you have to bounce. I should probably go here pretty soon. You're unreal because, like, why? What do you got going? We just talked about. Your I got to do lovely. shit tomorrow, bro. I took too much of yours. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. There you go. You're drinking too slow anyway. I literally have to do shit. To- like I got to go to Costco. I got to get a haircut. I got to get a haircut weed. too. I got to go to the grocery store. I have uh, drinks, and then I have a show. Fair. I have two shows tomorrow and two auditions. I didn't memorize the sides yet, so what am I trying to hang on for? Yeah, I don't for? know what you're trying to get you in trouble uh, for. One of the auditions is I don't have to work on a script. The other one's a page and a half for a web series to play a doctor. Okay. And I have a show um, tomorrow night at the Long Beach Laugh Factory and then at the Comedy Juice at Hollywood Improv. Uh, plug away whatever you'd like to plug away at, at I am Chris Porter on, in, on Twitter. Same on Instagram. I am Chris Porter, and uh, any dates you'd like to mention things? Uh, when does this come out? Tomorrow. Okay. Uh, Mar- no, sorry. February 13th through the 17th, I'm at Acme in Minneapolis. Then February 22nd through the 24th, I'll be at the Comedy on Broadway in Lexington, Kentucky. Nice. And then Punchline, March 1 through 3. Where? Philadelphia. Nice. And then somewhere. Oh, and then Sunnyvale, California. Rooster Teeth Feather. One of my faves. Fun place. And then somewhere after that. And then somewhere after that. And then I get a week off. I love that. I'm coming to Washington, D.C. as well soon. And Dallas and Plano. Oh, doing the hyenas run. Better believe it, baby. Love Randy Butler. Love Randy. He's awesome, dude. And Butch Lord. Butch Mm. Lord and I. Shared an unfinished basement together for three months in Kansas City. Is that right? While he was addicted to some fairly destructive substances. But Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I hope he's doing good now. He's doing much better. That's wonderful. Um, go to your website to buy tickets. Uh, ChrisPorterComedy.com will be launching soon. Oh, I like that. And you can go, of course, to Glebe.com or BenGlebe.com. Glebe.com! If you'd like to get tickets to all my shows, LastWeekOnEarth.com. If you want to hear these episodes, any of the archive is there. Of course, also on Spotify. Yeah. Tell your friends, iTunes, Stitcher, number 30, and Comedian All-Stars, y'all. We seem to be floating right there. Goddamn right. Um, I asked, it's time now to check in with the Glebe Squad, the Glebe of Extraordinary Gentlemen, the Friends with Benefits, the... Glebe Nation, the Glebe Mob. I'm not fucking you, dude. <laughs> it's time for Twitter answers. Dilly, dilly, dilly. Dilly, 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 dilly. 
I asked the brain trust, what are your superstitions? And you can answer as well if you like. Chris, do you have any? Um, I, uh, I'm not a religious person, but I, uh, what I do is if like something goes my way, like a light shouldn't have been, like a light changes right when I needed to, or just something goes well in a situation that it probably shouldn't have, I always just kind of look up to the sky and say thanks. I like that. I like that a lot. That's cool. At UK Brain Trust, the British Bureau of this podcast, uh, Chris Carter, our mailman friend in Blackpool, England, says, I always wear blue pants and socks when I go to watch my football team, Manchester City. I also salute magpies and wish them a good day. No idea why. My older sister always did it. Well, that's why. Um, magpies has some kind of a, like it's a, a like black a, crow. It's a what? It's a crow. It's, it's like a black crow. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought it was like a dessert. No, no, no. It has pies in it. No. Oh, oh, that's interesting. I like that. Saluting them, wishing them a good day. That's cute. I think that's fun. Gabrielle Mag at GMAG says that if I'm not covered from neck to toe with sheets or blankets when I'm falling asleep, the boogie monster or a robber is going to get me. How old are you? Since childhood. Since childhood. God damn it. I, I agree. Like I used to think that for a minute when I was a lot younger. Gabrielle, I would suggest... Trying to get out of your comfort zone. There's and that, and watch getting less, past that. Watch less forensic files. Yeah, don't watch scary. I never watch scary shit. Women love scary shit. Dude, I was much more than dudes. Dude. I was in a hotel where, like, you turn on the TV, and whenever you turn on the TV, it turned on on the HLN network. Oh yeah. So it was always on forensic so files. Scary. And the murder consumed. Yeah, and you're just like, and then they found her burned body. And it, you're like, I didn't think anyone was in the room till just now, and now I'm just going to just kind of yeah. do a clean sweep. So frightening. Women absolutely are much more into scary shows than guys. I'm always like, let's put on a romantic comedy. Dude, I'm a, <laughs> Comedy. Put on a comedy. I don't get the people that want to feel feelings when they're trying to watch yeah. TV. This is us. I want to cry every week. No, thanks. Yeah. No, I'm good on I'm that. Really good on that. Dude, I was at the gym, and a guy was like, anybody watch This Is Us? And I'm like, okay, I'm going to go over here now. Yeah. Even though a part of me would like to watch it. But I don't make that. I can't make the time. I'd like. I, I'd like the idea of feeling feelings, dude. I cry when I, I just see don't make a room for it. Ever. Soldiers reunite with their kids. Yeah. I don't need to get. I don't need a forty-five minute buildup of a story someone just wrote. They just decided yeah, to make yeah. sad shit happen. I also want to. Writers are people that choose. Dramatic writers are people that just choose to make sad shit happen. Yeah, who's this sadistic asshole that's like, this will get him. I'm going to kill off this character oh. that I wrote. Dude, this is Deer River right yeah. here. I'm going to hook people's fucking Dude. emotions for the rest of their lives. I'm going to ruin people's weeks. Oh, God. They're going to be sobbing. And not even for shit in their real life shit I made up. Oh, yeah. And you know that he's in some... Fucking focus group. Just watch people lose their minds while he jerks off. Oh my god, that is next level there. But sure. Uh, at K <laughs> at KDKK says I have kept a metal frog obsessively pointed towards my front door for fifteen plus years because I was told it would keep money flowing into my home. First off, we all know you're in the KKK. <laughs> oh my god, that's too many K's. Why would you put that many K's? In your name. Uh, it is two at the end and there's one at the beginning, unless they're a Kardashian fan. Yeah. That's, at, that's triple K. At neck underscore Pacheco says, I got these from my family so I'm not alone in my crazy. Cut your hair on a full moon so it could grow fast. If a female's on her period while cutting your hair, it won't grow. Whistling at night brings evil spirits. 
I don't understand why a woman Dude, would make your hair not We're grow. getting our hair cut tomorrow. We should just walk into the Floyds and be like... <laughs> I need someone got- who's not on their cycle. <laughs> I do love Floyds. I just discovered or no. that. Or just, I want someone who's on my cycle, then you don't have to pay, you don't have to get another haircut. It's done. Mm-hmm. You're like, hey, are you on your period? True. Who wants their hair to grow at different heights? Yeah. Like That's what? a good point. Unless Going she fucks it up. True. That would be, you'd be stuck with it for a while. It would so never she, grow so again. She'd have to get a haircut, and then right before she made the last cut, you'd have to wait for her to get her period. You'd have to tell her to really slow down the wait rate and wait till midnight to finish the haircut? Well, I don't think they just get their periods at midnight. <laughs> I think they happen whenever. <laughs> like a, like a vampire. I don't, I don't know what Disney health video you watched in high school. <laughs> ah, the stroke of midnight. <laughs> Oh, that is hilarious. <laughs> that is so funny. At Ampoinan says, Whenever I hear a noise I can't attribute to anything, I say out louder in my head, You're not welcome here. Please pass over to the other side. Just in case it's a spirit. <sighs> Just in case it's a spirit. That's why you're single. Oh, damn. Um, no, I like to. I like the idea of like you're kind of giving too much power to it. When I hear a creep, creepy noise in my bed, in my wall, well, what if it's your I grandpa? Do, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I hear the You're noise, I just go like, what is that? Let it, it's not a thing. It's not a thing. Yeah. That's what I kind of say in my head. I saw my grandpa on a flower once. Moving on. Um, This is one that I do. At This Is Not Soph says, I have to touch wood after saying something hopeful or positive so I don't jinx it and prevent it from happening. I, I also mean, touch no. wood on, on negative things I say. I'll say the opposite. I'm like, no, that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. And I knock on the wood. I say knock on wood. That's rare. You say knock on wood? Why do you say it? Why do you think you, it's important to do no, it? No, I didn't say you. I said, so you knock on wood. Mm. So You do that sometimes? Um, Like if I say something that's just blatantly obviously going to drink something, yeah, but not for all the things. Fair enough. At Gamer Guy James, who is a indie wrestling judge. What up? Says, I don't know if this is superstitious or not, but I always eat at Wendy's before I work a wrestling event. That just seems appropriate. That makes a lot of sense. That and a lot of res- regional wrestling events take place outside of a Wendy's, like in the parking lot. I could see that happening, too. Absolutely. Plus, Wendy's, honestly, is underrated. They really have to abandon the square patty, but they're underrated as a fast food place for their other issues. No, I don't, actually, the square patty's cool because you can bite off pieces of meat on the sides. I think, yeah, I don't really care about the shape of a patty. They're frosty, though. Um, nailed it. Yeah, they nailed it. It's the thickest ice cream on earth. Yeah. Really is. It's, you can't ever get it through a straw. Other than never the blizzard. Straw. Well, no, I don't even know why you're trying to use a straw. The frosty. I always try. What are you a rookie? No, I gave it up. Fucking gleam over here trying to use a no, straw. Like, pull your frosty. Pull your brain. This idiot. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's funny. Um, and then at Hob Geezy says, white disposable lighters are bad luck. Wrapping them in electrical tape alleviates this. And been walking with a friend of a pole splits us. I mutter bread and butter under my breath to ward off bad juju. First off, you have a complete selection of colors when you go to buy a lighter. Mm-hmm. So why not just not buy a white lighter? That's all another good point. And then you have to go buy masking tape, electrical tape, right? Even Which more, is the even more hard to find. Uh, equally, it's literally right next to the duct tape. We used earlier a white disposable lighter. Yeah, and. Uh, I think that's just that guy. I have no problem with it. No, that's fine. I've heard that. It's like, that's there's a no weird way that's superstition. Yeah, there's no way anything in the universe is a fair color is your OCD. lighter. That's OCD. That might be, yeah. There's no way you're getting up to the pearly gates and they're like, 
hey, you have any questions? You're like, why did my life, why was my life such shit? Mm. I'm like, white ladders, bruh. We you, tried to tell you. Yeah, that instinct once and you ignored it. It was a big mistake. It was in Exodus. Mm-hmm. Read it. It's mm-hmm. in there. Always cover with tape of electricity. A stick which brings fire forth into your hands with a white hue. Yeah, it's like verse. You know it yeah. verbatim. We all know. We all know that verse, dude. It's so, on. It's on the quarter. Don't ignore your destiny. In God we trust. Electrical tape is the only thing to ward off the bad food juju. Yeah, it's in, in Latin. Light the Latin version of that, but yes, pa- that's exactly what it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for thunder round. Let's do it. Uh, people are putting eggs in their dogs' mouths, Chris. Full okay. eggs, uh, okay. uncooked. Is this like a Tide Pod thing? It's like a, yeah, it's called the Golden Retriever Egg Challenge. We're doing with all kinds of dogs to see, show how delicate their mouths can be. They're putting an egg in there and having them like transport the egg around without cracking the egg. Oh, okay. And I've seen only a few videos so far. The dogs fail. I haven't seen the success so far. Yeah, yeah. I'm just well, they're dogs. They don't know what's in there. You don't think they can figure out eggs by now, Chris? Yeah, I mean, how many times have you sent the dog grocery shopping? That's a good point. How often you keep letting them even see an egg before it's cracked? It's always on the countertop above their purview. Yeah. I played fetch with a lot of things with my sister's dog. Egg wasn't one of them. Tried. As soon as I threw it, game over. I could see a killer thing to play fetch with. Not fetch with, but like to throw them a dope-ass snack to catch in their mouth would be a hard-boiled egg. That'd be yeah, dope, dude. I doubt, I doubt that shell's good for you. There's, there's got to be diverticulitis. No, hard-boiled with the shell off. Oh, so you have to de-shell an egg for your dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm out. I'm already out. (laughs) Um, So I've already hard-boiled an egg. Mm -hmm. Well, my mom gives me some that are Um, pre-made. Pre-boiled. Pre-boiled, pre-hard-boiled. They come as little packages of two at a time. Okay. When I come back from my trip, my parents pick me up at the airport. This is embarrassing to mention on the podcast, but why? I'm close to my parents. We're already halfway in. They, Yeah, it's very true also. We already know how it ends. And they grab my mail at my house and check in on the house when I'm gone oftentimes. And then they uh, always, my mom will text me with like 20 groceries she and my dad bought at the market and put in my fridge. Yeah. And my mom prepared some food and it, yeah, it's really convenient to have them pretty hard boiled eggs, dog. Dude. Ain't no, ain't no joke. You just, you're just walking out of the house. I'm almost got, forty. You got, and my parents do that kind of stuff. Well, hey, man, sounds like you got the world on a string. I got the world on a string. The world is on What a world! I'm in love. All right, I've shifted songs there. And our last story, Chris. Okay. Um, if you're ready, do you think you're ready for it? I'm ready. A Brooklyn artist was recently denied. This made me very mad. Okay. Uh, was denied request to bring her emotional support peacock on a United flight from Newark to L.A. Yeah, that makes sense. I hate peacocks. I'm frightened by anything with erratic movements or that expands rapidly like the Jurassic Park dinosaur. It's so exactly you, the move of the so peacock. So you hate Oprah. She does it more gradually. She moves erratically and she expands rapidly. She moves more at a slower pace between size changes, as do I. I okay. fluctuate weight-wise like banana sandwiches. and I don't know if that's the same. Depends how many banana, sandwich, banana slices you put in there. Okay. And then take them out when you eat them and then keep the bread on top and bottom. Wow. It fluctuates the size. I feel like you need a new saying for that one. Okay. I mean, I feel as though... Let me, let me put it this way. If you have to explain a saying, 
Probably not a great thing. Well, you know what they say about that. <laughs> uh, I like the idea of emotional support dogs. My girlfriend brought her dog. Small ones. Small ones. My Should buddy's got an emotional set support pit bull, and I'm like, it's too right, much, bro. It's too much. Somebody and a peacock is frightening, and it has it's good. She's gonna buy a seat yeah. for it. They have frightening long tails. And what do you cuddle a peacock? Is that what you do when when yeah. you freak out? Do you, yeah. Do you grab the insane. peacock and you cuddle it? I think that she did. She kept. She walked in the airport. A video of her with the peacock on her shoulder. It's ridiculous. She's also a performance artist. Oh, what a coincidence! I'm sorry, performance artists like. I'm not ever in favor of censoring art, but I might be in favor of only requiring performance artists to prove the artistic merit of their show with some kind of license before they get approved for this show. I'm waiting for a girl to be walking down LAX hallway holding a man by his penis. And on his penis is a vest. <laughs> and they're going to... Emotional support cock. Uh, yeah. And they're going to be like, hey, you have to put that penis away. And he's going to be like, I can't. It's her emotional support penis. It's kind of like, almost like what this woman did. If it was a turkey or a chicken instead of a uh, peacock. Yeah. Peacock? That's Pe what made you think of it. That's what, I call, that's what I call my penis. The peacock? The peacock. The peacock. Yeah. Does, does it expand rapidly? It does. And it's got feathers all around it. It sprouts out wings on the side and feathers? Well, it doesn't sprout them as much as I've uh, got little holders that I put them in it takes time but it once the effect holders like pockets yeah i had them they're like uh sub you know those subdermal piercings i just have them around and the story it, has to stop so fast okay i can't the visual was taking me to a journey of visual entreaty that i did not ever want to have burned upon my eyelids anyway it's everything you just pictured oh my god <laughs> picturing CeeLo green down there singing like at the grammys Yep. I've seen you driving around town with a girl I love. It's very accurate. Fuck you. It's very accurate. My penis is a fat black man that was in Jodeci. <laughs> Why? Why? Chris, um, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. Um, Thanks for letting me show up. With a beer in me. Dude, I finally had a sip of your beer there at the end. Yours was way better than mine. This whole time, I could have yeah. been enjoying better flavor. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, could have brought me a beer considering the flake last week. But, like, nope, just brought yourself the great beer. Well, this is the thing about that beer. It's not for everybody. It's very high gravity, very thick beer. You calling me lightweight? Yeah. High gravity? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a way to talk around calling somebody a pussy. I No, that's not what I said. This is, you know, most beers, 4%, 5%. This is a 9% beer. And I can handle the 9% beer. Well, I know you can, but it's also very, it's a double IPA, so it's very hoppy. And also, you didn't know if you were drinking. We texted back true. and forth about this. That's true. That's and you true. were like, I think I'm going to have a beer. True. And I figured you had a beer. I'm sure I've left a few beers here before. And it would appear pressured me into drinking it if you brought it. The reason I only brought one beer was respectful. so that I only didn't that I only drank one beer. Right, because you don't want to make me and you want to overdo yourself. Well and if I didn't drink yours, then you would have had two. Yeah. I get that. Just trying to protect myself, Ben. And and me, it sounds like you're looking out for me. I mean I'm trying, but no, what do I get? Anger and confusion. <laughs> Uh, Chris, man, you're the best. You're so funny. You're a great friend. Thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. You're one of my, you know what? I don't, 
I've I've kind of sworn off podcasts, but you're one of the few people that I'm like I gotta do this podcast. Oh, thanks, but I, I appreciate that. That's yeah, cool. buddy. Let me hold the mic for you. What are you gonna play us out with, man? Uh, this is an old standard. It's not just a good song, but it's, oops, sorry, sorry. Right. That's headstock meets microphone is what that sound was. Uh, where am I going? Until last week, next week, this has been Last Week on Earth. Good night, everybody. Let's go get Get stoned, man. I thought we were going going to work and going to you're leaving. Listen, I'm open to it. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at smodcast.com.